five are not going to satisfy a serial killer, right? There is no, no, there would be no actual number. It would be until you got called. We are not like other shows. I don't want to be rude, but I'm going to be rude because you know how I am. Wasn't a very pleasant looking woman. I'm not trying to be a bitch, but just saying. She was not a high class lady in the night. Uh, I know it looked like terrible. some shit that you did in Kitty Corral school. Like, what the fuck? It's awful. Of course, he knows where she's buried, and it wasn't long after that. Like, he's like, I'm digging this bitch up. I need her vulva. And in 2003, Nancy filed for divorce and issued a restraining order. You want to smoke or vape? Even vaping is not allowed in the facility. You have to go outside. A whole new level of horrific. There was much you could do to change it, to be honest. Hello, welcome to Extended Cut. My name is Scott. I'm Lisa. And this is the episode that follows our main case that we covered last time on True Crime. Uh, For anyone who hasn't already listened to our last episode, I'd suggest doing that before you dive into this. That being said, if you know the case or if you've watched the Watchers series, you can proceed without, yeah, well, with caution, yeah. Um, For those of you who have clicked on this podcast not knowing what it's about, we are a true crime podcast covering adult themes and crimes mixed with our opinions and thoughts along the way. If you are easily offended or shocked by acts of violence or stalking or any other crime-related content, please either tune out now or proceed with lots and lots of caution. That's twice we've warned people now. You've been a good boy. Mm. Um, Extended Cut, which you're listening to now, dives deeper into our last case, looking at theories and new information, along with telling you where to get more information about the case. And we'll also throw in some TV shows, movies, articles to read, all that kind of stuff, so you can get the full picture of everything. Um, Last time we covered The Watcher, uh, which was popularised by a New York magazine, The Cut, in 2018, and later developed into a Netflix series called The Watcher. Um, A quick recap before we dive in. The Watcher is the case of a letter-sending stalker who tormented a family after buying their dream home. Over the course of a few years, he drove them to the point where they felt no option but to sell their home, which they did in 2019. To put this in perspective, the Watcher sent five letters in two years. I don't even know if that classes as harassment, let alone enough to scare you to sell. Maybe I'm resilient. I'd need more than five letters to scare me out of my dream house. Yeah, and I don't think the letters were very threatening. No, I don't. I don't think it would be enough to make me go, oh, I've got to move. No, if you move, there's a spider. No, I'm all right with spiders. You're not good with spiders, though. Um, As the story broke across the internet, there was nothing to say that it was one person who sent these letters. Uh, If I'm being honest, there's nothing to say I didn't send a letter as the watcher. Um, I didn't, but you kind of get the point. It's a whodunit. It is a whodunit. It's a whodunit. Now, in most places you would go and look at this case, it either ends with the family renting the property out or the eventual sale of the house. Now, that wasn't enough for me. I wanted to know for my own curiosity, did the new owners suffer watcher letters? Did they find anything in the walls? Did they ever look? Is there more strange things going on at the house? Did they ever catch the watcher? The house was purchased from Derek and Maria in July 2019 by the new owners, Andrew and Alison Carr. Uh, and they paid a little over $900,000. That's $400,000 less than Derek and Maria paid for it in 2014. Um, 
Between 2014 and 2019, house prices rose by 7% and they lost money. <laughs> I don't think you'd want to buy a house though, with dodgy letters being sent to the homeowner. If the house was that much of a drop, I would buy a house if it was the Manson family home, if it was that cheap. Yeah, 100%. Um, in October, the New York Post const contacted Westfield Police Department, who told them that there had been no threatening communications since the new owners had moved in. Now, props goes to the New York Post because they done some digging um, and through the sources at their disposal, they managed to find some 911 reports of calls that the, were made to the police from the house. Um, Westfield PD, my friends, you have a leak. <laughs> You need to plug the leak. Um, the first of these calls was in August 2019, so not long after they moved in. Um, the home alarm was triggered, triggered. Police attended and completed a sweep of the home and the grounds, but found nothing. And they put this down to a false alarm. It happens. You, you get a false alarm. I, I'd accept that. Um, in October 2019, a basement window alarm was triggered. The police attended again and found no sign of a break in and decided it was a false alarm. That's twice in three months. I'm starting to doubt a little bit now. Um, things quietened off until May 2020. So they got a decent break when the same basement alarm was triggered again, causing the same response and another house and ground search by the police. And guess what they deemed it as? False alarm? It was a false alarm. Um, now, silence. There was nothing that happened between May 2020 and December 2021. Um, the cars called 911 after a carbon monoxide went off on the second floor. Um, the police turned up and they metered the home and found no signs of carbon monoxide. And this time it was a faulty detector. Um, first thing that makes me curious now is. Would you call 911? For a carbon monoxide alarm going off. No. The only time you would do that is if you were panicked. Already. Yeah, but even then you wouldn't call the police. You'd call for an ambulance. Or the gas company. To, well, to... you wouldn't say 911 for the fucking gas company, would you? No, but you, you, <laughs> you'd call for someone to come and look at the gas issue, not the police to come and check your home. Um, January of 2022. A 911 call came in from the house requesting an ambulance. Now, there's no further details on this, and I'm not going to speculate. This could be anything from a, a cut hand to a dildo stuck in the ass. A what? A dildo in the ass. <laughs> People's police emergencies are their own private thing for a reason. Um, and I'm not here to judge or to be sharing that information. And even if I knew, I wouldn't share it because people's... Exactly that. Um now, if you look at the spacing between these letters or between these events, between these 911 calls, they're very similar to the gaps in between the watcher's letters when the Brodus's moved in, the Bradis's moved in. Um, I have no proof in what I'm about to say, and this is purely speculation, but I think the watcher is still watching the house and possibly now trying to enter the house, which is what's triggered the alarms. Oh, he's inside in the tunnels. No, there are no tunnels in the real house. Oh. Yes, yeah, that's just for the show. Oh, for God's sake. Exactly. Um, things went quiet until Netflix released The Watcher. Um, as you can imagine, the crazies came out of the woodwork everywhere. 
Um, fans turned up outside the house, knocking the door, sneaking onto the grounds, um, trying to get inside. During the hype of the show, almost 60 911 calls were placed due to fans of the show being on the property. This is disgusting, in my opinion. Yeah, you don't do that, do you? No, you can go and go and take well, some photos. you stand across the street and take pictures, but you wouldn't go and knock on the door, wander around the garden, try to open a window. C- can I come in? Because I saw the series and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm sure I've solved it. You just need to let me in and break through the walls, okay? In my opinion, this family have suffered far more than the, the original. Yeah, so much more. Um there are no reports of the watcher sending any more letters, but if I'm honest, I doubt the cars would be able to pick the real letter out of the hundreds of fakes they must receive on a weekly mm. basis now. It must be literally every day that post box must be full of letters that say, I am the watcher, I am, the watcher. I am watching. From our own investigation, no major renovations have been made since the new owners bought the home which may again be the reason for no more letters. Um, If my suspect, who I think is the watcher, that is 100% the reason there are no more letters. Um, We'll get into that in a minute. But before we do, let's look at some of the suspect pull that the police had and the family had as well. Uh, Big spoiler, my suspect is not on the list. We had the Langfords. This was Peggy and her brother, Michael. Uh, So Peggy was in his 90s and not really... Yeah, she's not really, she's not the watcher. Um, she could probably not even get to her back door to watch. She, the only thing she's watching is Days of Our Lives. Um, Michael was on the radar and top pick for the family. As we went through the main case, we said that police interviewed him several times and the family's legal teams met to discuss the situation. Um, you had the gamer. Now, this is someone who is made out to be the daughter's love interest in the Netflix series. And I mentioned it briefly in our last episode. Um, I felt it fairly insignificant. And it's even more so when I looked at the real events. I think this is just a lover's quarrel. So what actually happened is a lady parks outside the house and the police approached her on one of their patrols. Um, She then told him that her boyfriend was a gamer and he played really dark video games. And in one of those games, he's known as the watcher. Now, I want to know what these dark games are. What's she talking about? Was he playing GTA 5, World of Warcraft, Mortal Kombat? Like, we play, we both game. What game would you what game would you consider is a dark game? What what is a dark I game don't to know play? What a dark game would be. And you're Crash Bandicoot and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Or Mario. Or Mario. Um, but I just can't see what it would be. Um police scheduled two interviews with this young lad and he failed to show to both of them. Um, They didn't have enough evidence to make him talk to them. And I'm going to say it now. I think this is just a scared kid who plays video games that are falling out with his girlfriend and she's just taken a bit of revenge. (laughs) I I, I genuinely think it is. I don't think he's the watcher. And why would a young kid give a shit if they're messing with a hundred year old house? He's worried about what his next mission is on Hogwarts Legacy, not <laughs> fucking, not if someone's changing windows. Maybe there. that's the dark video game she's on about. Oh, he's playing Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, that's very controversial. Though. We shouldn't talk about that. We'll get cancelled. Okay. We so can't. We, really yeah, we can't support Hogwarts Legacy. I've had a cut <laughs> The family themselves. So I didn't get this until I read the actual theory, and I, I still think it's bull, and I'll go through it. Um, the theory goes that they were in over their head 
They bought the house and realized they couldn't afford it. So they wrote the letters as a way to not fully move into the house and avoid getting out of the deal they'd already signed and not having to pay the tax. Now, I don't buy it for a second because when they bought the house right at the beginning, there was lots of people interested and they could have easily flipped this the second they got in and yeah, resold sorry. it. Yeah, change my mind. Yeah. Um, not only that, if they were in over their head, they wouldn't go in and spend thousands and thousands on renovations, private investigators, security systems, FBI agents. I'm sure they don't come cheap. I'm pretty sure. They... <laughs> Can I have your cheapest FBI agent, please? Obviously, well, that's a very good issue. Yeah. Um, if you believe this family are the culprits, I'm sorry. It all falls apart as soon as you start picking apart the spending. There's just there's no sense to it whatsoever. Do any of these take your fancy or do you have a different suspect? No, none of them take my fancy. I think it's no, someone that's you don't even think of. It's some just completely someone who's not mentioned. A normal Norman. Yeah. A normal Norman. I couldn't think of what to call him. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any Normans <laughs> listening to the show, please call in. We can we you can be, be normal. Norm, normal Normans call the show. Um, now I've looked over this case. I've looked over the notes from the FBI investigator. The comments from the police chief, who declined his invitation to comment on this episode, by the way. Um, so, and as he did, I drew my own conclusions. So, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> yeah, he had a chance. Um, now, the FBI uh, investigators, this guy who done the profiling on the letters, he said, in his words, the butcher was less butch. The butcher or was less butch. The watcher was less butch, not the butcher. Mm. They do something else. Uh, the watcher was less butch and possibly female. And someone who had an element of jealousy surrounding the purchase of the home. He also said that it's someone who would not want the look of the neighbourhood to be altered. The FBI investigator also said there would be local with access to view the property or access to neighbouring properties to view the property. Um, this is because one of the children was spotted drawing on the porch and that was mentioned in the watcher's yeah. letters. Um, and the police worked out that they couldn't see the porch from the street. Police only ever followed leads provided by the family. Um, and I find this insane. So the police weren't looking for their own suspect. This was a case of Derek would go to the police and go, I've heard that the Langfords are a bit sus. And the police would go and talk to them. Or he would take them someone else and they would get, they'd never done anything on their own initiative. Yeah, they probably thought it's not worth their while. That they probably well, did. Everything else going on in the world, yeah. receiving a couple of letters does not... Over two choose. years. The police going, oh, shit, let's sort out who's doing this. Yeah, I, I suppose you're right. Um, but I'm going to say now, I spent a little under 30 days looking at this case with limited information and not the resources of all the files from the police department. And I've got a solid looking suspect who I'm pretty sure the police haven't even looked at. So when the planning meeting took place, so this was the one that was in January 2017. Uh, there was a developer who wanted to buy both uh, buy the plot and split it into two. Um, there were 100 residents who turned up at this planning meeting to, to say their piece. One of these was a neighbour who lived across the street. Um, and she had a kid in the same school as the family's kids. Now, this lady, who I cannot find her name printed anywhere, it wasn't on the minutes of the meeting from the planning meeting, and I can't find it in any article. Um, 
the legal team. No, she turned up at the meeting with her own. Yeah, lawyer. she turned up. At the, she turned up at the meeting with her own lawyer. But the the town or the the community already had their own legal team. Um, I find it strange that she came with her own legal representation, which is it's weird and it's expensive. Um, she would have access to other properties, like popping in for a coffee to see a neighbour. Um, and she could move around the street without anyone looking at her that she would be out of place. Yeah, so she's a normal Nancy. A normal Nancy, a normal Norman and a normal Nancy. Um, I had a little look on Google Earth. And most of the houses the other side of the street are smaller plots and less grand than 657 Boulevard. So that's jealousy ticked. Jealousy ticked, went to the planning meeting with her own legal team to yeah, fight. Yeah, but the... kind of implies she has money yeah, to spare. But so she... why didn't she? So my opinion is this lady is the watcher. I believe she wanted to force them out and also drop in the property value to a range that she could afford it. Ah. Um, I also think that she's still going now. I think she's still sending letters, um, but I think she's now at a loss because I think the new owners are kind of over it now. Yeah. After the series is released and they're bombarded. They're yeah, they're, they're past caring. Um, I don't think this is the last we've heard of The Watcher. No, it all depends on someone new comes in and starts doing work. Then I reckon they're... Yeah, Pop their head up again. Yeah, I do. Don't touch my windows. Um, this is only a theory, and if that lady, whoever you are, is listening, I'm. This is not an accusation. This is a theory, and it's a, it's as good as any other theory in this case because no suspect in this case has any evidence or foundation more than what I've just done. If you're interested in the case and you want to know more about the Watcher. Um, go and read the article over on the Cuts website. You can also read their follow-up article, which they printed in October last year. Um, be careful on their website. Um, you can only read a few articles before you have to subscribe. So go and read the Watcher articles. You can read the two of them, but don't read something else in the middle. Otherwise, you'll have to pay to read the second Watcher article. Oh, sneaky. Very clever, though. Um other various articles out there, like the New York Post article, which is very, very good, which follows on, tells the full story and then follows on with more of what's happened since the house was sold. And if you want a fictional account of the real events to entertain you for seven hours, you have The Watcher on Netflix. Yeah, seven hours we watched. Seven hours. It didn't seem that long, to be fair. That's a good sign. Yeah. This is good. Um, there's also Reddit and subreddit feeds where people are discussing the case and trying to solve it. Not to forget all the true crime enthusiasts over on YouTube trying to crack this one. Um, not as many as when we covered the smiley face killers, but there's still a decent selection for you to go and pick from. Uh, which brings us to you. Do you know who the Watcher is? Do you have a theory? Are you involved in the case in any way at all? Are you one of the family? Are you one of the police? Are you the police who refused to reply to me? Are you actually the Watcher? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, then call the show. And you can do that by going to our website, yourunpodcast.com, click on True Crime, then on Record as a Voicemail, or you can go to our Instagram at yourunpodcast and record us a voice note audio DM by clicking the speaker icon at the bottom of the message page. Terms and conditions apply. Yes. Your credit reference, your credit, <laughs> your credit history may be checked. I love how you read them. <laughs> I might get you to read the whole episode just like that. Um, 
Now, if you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that by leaving us a review wherever you can. Um, or head over to our shop at yourunpodcast.com uh, and check out all the goodies we've got there. We've got loads of true crime stuff on there, loads of horror movie stuff. Uh, you can also find the link to all of our other social media there as well. Um, up next is a listener request. Um, you can do that here. You can request cases by calling the show, uh, just how Lisa told you to a second ago. I won't make you do it again. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or by messaging us on one of our social media accounts. We have TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and our handle is at yourunpodcast on every single one of them this request comes in from one of our super listeners sarah um, now sarah's listened to all of our episodes numerous times so thank you so much for that sarah um she picked a case that i hadn't heard of um so i run it past lisa and our lady of luxury over on her maternity leave heather and neither of them have heard of it either this instantly made this a yes because <laughs> I will know more about a true crime case than Lisa and Heather by the time the next episode airs. Um, a huge thank you, Sarah, because next time we're going to be covering the jinx, Robert Durst. Um, from my brief look at this, this is going to be back to grisly murders. Um, so thanks, Sarah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but until then I want to thank you all for listening thank you for your continued support to the show uh, we love you all stay safe, be good and if you can't be good, be careful see you all later, say goodbye oh sorry, goodbye <laughs> so rude on the, dog. the dog's fine five are not going to satisfy a serial killer, right? there is no, no there would be no actual number it would be until you got called We are not like other shows. I don't want to be rude, but I'm going to be rude because you know how I am. Wasn't a very pleasant looking woman. I'm not trying to be a bitch, but just saying. She was not a high class lady of the night. Uh, I know it looked like terrible. some shit that you did in Kitty Corral school. Like, what the fuck? It's awful. Of course, he knows where she's buried, and it wasn't long after that. Like, he's like, I'm digging this bitch up. I need her vulva. And in 2003, Nancy filed for divorce and issued a restraining order. You want to smoke or vape? Even vaping is not allowed in the facility. You have to go outside. A whole new level of horrific. There was much you could do to change it, to be honest. <laughs>